to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Turn to Hebrews chapter 4. And again, this is true when witnessing to anyone. The Spirit of God is going to bear witness to the Word of God. According to John chapter 16, Christ himself made this abundantly clear in his high priestly prayer. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, For the word of God is quick, that is, it is alive. It's quick, old English for alive. It is fast too, though, isn't it? It's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner. The Bible, the word of God, the engrafted word is given personal characteristics. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And many of you had the same experience I had the first time you came to a church where the, where the Bible was being taught or preached. In fact, the first number of times that I came, I didn't even come where the gospel was being presented. I sat in on Bible studies, like a Wednesday night Bible study in a church where the Bible was being studied for the edification of Christians. And I'd walk out of there with my friend who had, had brought me, and, and there were a couple times I was steamed at him. I was absolutely sure he called that preacher that week and told him all about me. Because it seemed that everything that was being spoken was being spoken to my heart. Now, of course, looking back on it, it's ludicrous. There were hundreds of people in the congregation. Why would he take the entire time to just talk to me alone and leave everybody else out? But it just seemed as though he was speaking to me. You know what that was? That was the Word of God. That was this, this section of verse 12. Take a look at it again. The end of verse 12. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It sorts them out for us. And here God through His Word was sorting out things about me that I was only vaguely aware of and bringing them to light right before me. And I really thought, man, this guy's a peeping Tom. <laughs> But it was the Word of God that was doing it. So use the Bible. Now, the question then comes up, what about extra-biblical sources? Well, throughout the course of our study, I used extra-biblical sources. Uh, when I told you that the Mormon Church teaches this or that, I used the Book of Mormon, I used the Doctrine and Covenants, I used the Pearl of Great Price, and I used other of their sources. There's nothing wrong with that when necessary. Let me show you a couple examples of Paul doing it. Turn to Acts chapter 17. Paul did it on a couple of occasions, but the fact he did it on only a couple of occasions should tell us something. And the something it should tell us is that it should not be standard practice. It can be done when necessary, but it should not be standard. Standard practice should be the Bible. The Bible. Thus saith the Lord, the Bible. That's what's going to save their soul anyways. But uh, in untying a knot... 
or getting through a thorny situation they might be hung up on. There's nothing wrong with using extra biblical sources. Acts chapter 17, Paul preaching on Mars Hill and verse 28. For in him, speaking of God, we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said. And then he quotes, for we are also his offspring. So he quotes some of their heathen philosophers to make a point where their heathen philosophers have made a correct assumption or statement about God. Now again, it is the exception, not the rule, but it is done. Look at Titus chapter 1 and verse 10. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped to subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said, and he quotes, The Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. Verse 13, this witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. So, as I mentioned to you before, using the literature that the Mormon church puts out to make the comparisons, become familiar with it. I said to you before, you can go to most used bookstores and pick up a Book of Mormon, A Pearl of the Great Price, Doctrine and Covenants, and uh, those types of things for, for really, literally, pennies on the dollar. And that's the way I would buy them. And then take these notes, look up the text that I've given you, mark those, understand where they're at, and uh, it can be an effective tool. But again, the bottom line is our foundation is Christ crucified. Let's wind it up by taking a look at two verses one in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and one in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 23. Or back up to verse 22. For the Jews require a sign. What did the Jews want to see? Signs and wonders. That was their emphasis. Miracles, signs and wonders. Their nation was born of signs and wonders. So that's what they wanted to see. The Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after what? Wisdom. What did the Greeks like? Philosophy. Let's talk about it. Let's philosophize. Let's try to work it out. Let's see if we can gain some wisdom here. And uh, so one wanted one thing, one wanted another, and Paul says in verse 23, but we preach what? Christ crucified. Under the Jews a stumbling block, and under the Greeks foolishness. In spite of the fact that the Jews wanted more signs, Paul said we're still preaching Christ crucified. Incidentally, Christ crucified is a sign, isn't it? Death, burial, and what? Resurrection. The Greeks wanted wisdom and philosophy. So we preach Christ crucified. And Christ has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. All right. And then lastly, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom. Now, from what Paul says, and perhaps I'm reading more into it than I should, but from what Paul says... He was not a very eloquent speaker. You know, I've listened to some tapes of some of the old preachers that uh, are, shall we say, legends or heroes of the faith. And uh, some of them really weren't that eloquent. 
Now, we don't have a lot of recordings of some of these guys. I've, re I've, I've listened to uh, D.L. Moody reading the Beatitudes, and that was in the early day of recording. It was difficult to listen to. But there was nothing fancy about the way he read the Scriptures. Now, I'll admit, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, th there's a good reason for them calling him the Prince of Preachers. He can say more in a paragraph sometimes than I could in a, an entire 45-minute message. But, uh, folks, if by Paul's testimony, by his own admission, he didn't seem, if we were to take him at face value, that he was a real eloquent speaker. And he says, I came to you uh, not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined, verse 2, not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. You say, preacher, when I try to witness to Mormons, man, I'm in weakness and I'm in fear and I'm in much trembling. Well, you're also in good company. Because Paul was too. Uh, folks, it's never easy to witness. It's never easy to preach the word of God. You know why? Because every time you do it, there are forces working against you. Folks, if this is God's plan of redemption for man, guess who doesn't want anybody to hear it? Guess who is going to resist the entire time? And there's going to be spiritual warfare. There's going to be emotional and mental turmoil through the entire process. Paul said he was among them. Here's the prince of apostles, if there is such a thing. He was among them in weakness and fear and much trembling. Verse 4, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Take the sword of the Spirit, pull it out of its sheath, and swing it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of this word that spoke to our hearts and the very first time it did, it amazed us. And it never ceases to amaze us. May we be responsive to it. And Lord, help us to obey the command to preach the gospel to every creature, regardless of the religion. And may we not be intimidated. Help us to give the plan of salvation. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, 
as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.